is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hello, it's Bran, and I love Lifetime Christmas movies. Hi, I'm Dan, and I despise Lifetime Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I wish all Lifetime Christmas movies were as good as the one we're about to talk about, and this is, is the, the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So Alonzo hates this movie. Alonzo <laughs> just giving it away here. I, I'm a little triggered by by a brand's top of the show greeting. Like, is that was that gay voice or no, no, no? Just That's just today? how I say. Wow. If what were you? I didn't even. I, I just heard it. It sounded just like carnival barker. To it's me. just. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Hello like, there. I feel like you for you over here. Having heard Christmas every setup. having heard every episode of this show uh multiple times, Alonzo. I feel like I've introed the show with that hello at least a dozen <laughs> I times. Also don't it's wanna, just it's true. Like, coming want, from anybody else, it would be questionable, but you know, I don't want to just exuberant. I don't want okay. to I don't want to break the magic for anyone listening at home, but he also voices a woman on this show. I just want to be <laughs> I want to be very clear about that oh we're so, telling that now yeah okay. we are yeah uh, i don't i don't know what you're i don't know what you're talking about oh all, we've cut all denise's stuff yes <laughs> okay my bad denise well, denise hasn't been in the show at all that's right i made yeah, sure yeah. that tracy cut her out yeah Tra- trace cut all it of was denise. too much trace you cut all of denise stuff i right? got it out yeah there it is god bless <laughs> hello <laughs> um, we're talking about the christmas setup today 2020 um, lifetimes, uh, it was like, uh, the big, the big announcements last year was Hallmark. We got the Christmas house and lifetime said, we see your Christmas house right. and we'll actually give you a, a, a real we'll same sex couple. That's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. right. Yes. An A story. Yes. That's right. Uh, and so we're going to talk about it. Very excited about it. Um, you know, part of the, the, the shame about the, doing the show with the amount of movies that Hallmark does is I don't get around to the lifetime movies. Nope. And so it's been fun to finally get through uh, a few of the movies from 2020, uh, like Feliz Navidad <laughs> from last week. I just yeah, that was the good stuff yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Lucky yeah. you. Got a lot I, of emails about me saying people should be shot, and <laughs> all of you are right. You're all right. I'm wrong. There we yeah, go. go no, ahead. that's fair. That's that's fair. And I I just I just want to say, uh, you know. There's uh, the conversation we've had over the last few weeks, months, as Hallmark's changed up kind of their the way that they're doing the movies. Some of them are happy and fun and wacky, like The Baker's Son. Some of them are very sad, like Lacey Chabert's movie. And it's like, do people really want that? Or do they just want the same thing over and over again? I think the argument for the same thing over and over again is Lifetime. Because Lifetime Christmas movies, the the range of quality is is to me so much more glaring it's than baffling. Hallmark. It's baffling. It's so much yeah. more glaring than Hallmark. Yeah. This and Feliz Navidad both ho- aired in 2020. Within and within Feliz two Navidad, weeks of each other. Feliz Navidad was the big show, though. That was like Thanksgiving that, week Thanksgiving or something, weekend. right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I, here's the thing is, I would much prefer the giant waves and, and crashes of Lifetime. It's more fun for me to watch than just having a vanilla milkshake every week. You know what I mean? Like, to me, this is the... mushy the, middle. This is the way to do it. This is the... Like, like you know, and we'll, like, I, we'll get to our hot takes in a little bit. I'm not saying this movie's my favorite movie I've ever seen, but the 
Compare this with Felice Navidad. Forget about it. What? Forget about it, yeah. So that is way more fun to me. If I get a snowed-in Christmas, I'll take five Felice Navidads any day. Yeah. But that's much better than, you know, t- you know, 25 Christmas ornaments or whatever. That, you know, the, the, you know Brendan Penny's movies that, that they do, you know. so Got them on the line? Brendan, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no? Okay. No, he's gone. He's gone. He magical has our number and he Christmas just keeps... Magical Christmas ornaments, yeah, clearly. Just keep, keeps prank calling us. Keep prank calling us. It's wild. I, are, I, I feel like I should know this, but are we doing magic, magical... Cri- no, we've already seen magical We've already Christmas? seen magical you, Christmas You did ornaments. it. Yes. Yeah, thanks, guys. All it's, right. It's featured in the book. Check yeah, out our book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out our book. You probably need to read it just to... I need to read up on... <laughs> I, I always tell people, man, like you I can... you think I brought up a name of a Hallmark movie we'd not seen? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Brandon Panda are so memento about this. They're going to read that book and be like, wow, these but movies sound amazing. You know what? That's, see them. that's the target demo for Hallmark. Can we be honest? People that forget them a month later. No, like, I, I will say. Fish. That's right. I will say this. The things that I'm going to be surprised about with the book is once I read the synopsis, I'll always be like, I remember that movie nine times out of ten. There's a couple of movies that I don't recall ever seeing and, and you know, in the just the downtrodden times of Thanksgiving week. But um, overall, I remember the movies. I couldn't tell you the titles of them to save my life because there so many of them are just whatever. But the thing that is going to be most surprising as I've gone through the pages is the hot takes. I, I just, yeah. it's always surprise. It's always shocking to me, surprising to see what I said about a movie yeah. that I felt like I really liked. And it's like, this is not my favorite. And I'm like, what? But you did that with literally the spring movies. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you, you had, uh, or the winter movies, you had the Rady movie way higher. And then we did the rankings <laughs> and you're like, no, I don't like that movie. I liked it. I just brought it down a little bit to be friendships. Sometimes you got to sit with them. You That's know, right. Really. Yeah. You got to marinate, marinate with New Year's Eve. Got to really like get in there and. It's New Year's resolution, yeah. you monster. New Year's Eve was in the theaters and not any better, <laughs> no, and to no, be honest. No. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Christmas setup. Uh, it originally aired on December 12th, 2020. 2020! And it went a little something like this. Hugo, which, by the way, fantastic name. There's not enough Hugos out there, right? Just keep going. <laughs> I, there's not a lot of mov- movies. Agreed, we- agreed, agreed. Hugo is a dedicated lawyer. By the way, lawyers. Not no- <laughs> and he hopes to land a partner position at his law firm. He gives an ultimatum to his boss and says, I'm going to quit if I don't get this. He walks out after his boss just stares at him. And that's not a good sign. Hugo uh, shows up to meet up his- with his BFF, Madeline. They seem to be either going or coming from ice skating because they're carrying around ice skates, but we don't see them do it, so who can really tell? Uh, He invites Madeline to come with him home for for Christmas. Come with him home. (laughs) Saw him live. Coming at me home. Uh, Hugo's mother is Fran Drescher, and she is fully Fran Drescher in this movie. Fran Drescher immediately puts them to work, and she has Hugo stay home to wait for the Christmas tree delivery. The Christmas tree delivery guy is a hunk named Patrick, who Hugo uh, sees at the window. He knows him. He, uh, Patrick was a little bit older than him. They went to the same high school. He gets excited. He falls down the stairs, and Hugo offers to help put the Christmas tree uh, uh, he's wearing his tool belt. It's a whole thing. He, uh, Patrick recognizes Hugo, and they make awkward small talk, and there are sparks. Hugo 
gushes to Maddie about Patrick and uh, gets out his high school yearbook to show show him off. Patrick was uh, fully out in high school. Hugo was not out until college, and uh, so they never had an opportunity to have those conversations uh, together when they were in high school. They noticed that Patrick left his work gloves behind, and Hugo sees that as a sign to see him again. The town's historic train station is being demolished, ruining the tradition of the town showing up to write their wishes to Santa. Fran Drescher has been protesting in the town, and she got arrested for organizing a sit-in. Can you imagine a sit-in with Fran Drescher? Oh, my gosh. No. Stan's worst nightmare. Uh, at the Christmas- I'd rather see the band sit-in with Fran Drescher. <laughs> they're not bad. They're really They're tired. not bad. Acoustic stuff's great. Dude, they're going to be at Coachella this year. Really? Main stage. Oh, at the Christmas tree farm, Maddie and Hugo find Patrick, return his gloves. Patrick is thankful and uh, reveals that he ha- was the inventor of an app called Cassandra, which is, best I understand, magic. He sold the app and has enough money to retire, which is why he's helping his dad run the Christmas tree farm. Patrick assumed Maddie and Hugo were uh, married, and that bums him out. Uh, Fran Drescher clears things up and even hits on Patrick's father, which no one saw coming, including Patrick. Patrick's father. Patrick and Hugo decided to meet up at the Christmas tree lot uh, for a hot chocolate date. Patrick is late and Hugo is sad and he ends up leaving. And Patrick says, I had to, sorry, I had to work late. Sorry about it. The next day, Patrick shows up to apologize for being uh, tardy to the date. And Fran Jester leaves them to bond while decorating um, lights on the roof and the ladder falls. It's a big fun. Patrick learns that Hugo's a lawyer. He's not a fan of lawyers. But is he still a fan of Hugo? Find out next. The next day, Hugo has uh, to step into town, um, and he has to become the Santa after the normal Santa is sick. He crushes it as Santa. And after seeing how good he is with Kid, Patrick sets up a second attempt at a date at 10 p.m., which hurt me to my core thinking about being out that late. Patrick sets up this picnic and these cookies. It's wonderful. They share memories with one another uh, about growing up in the town and all that stuff. Uh, Aiden, Hugo's brother, he's coming in from Germany. Maddie thinks he's a hottie, and who doesn't? Uh, They uh, all Christmas carol while wearing ridiculous hats. And while singing, uh, Hugo gets a call, and it's his boss saying, Hey, I heard what you said. I'm going to give you partnership, and you're going to go to London. He tells Maddie, who is thrilled for him, but uh, he's also clearly conflicted because he's loving being home, and he's also falling for Patrick. As I decorate the old train station, Hugo and Patrick grow closer and closer together. So do Maddie and Aiden, who are pushed together by, you guessed it, Fran Drescher. Patrick asks Hugo to consider moving home. They almost kiss, but they're interrupted by a Cassandra alert. Cassandra alert! Cassandra alert! Um, They drive out to the middle of nowhere. They sit in the bed of Patrick's truck and they look up at the northern lights and nothing makes you want to kiss than the northern lights nothing makes you want to kiss more more than the northern lights and so they do (laughs) the family plays a Christmas trivia game and invites Patrick to join they have a lot of fun until Maddie spills the beans about the job offer Patrick is shocked but he's trying to be supportive Hugo uh, works on a tight little wooden town for his mother that he started back with his father back in the day and is finally going to finish it 
Since he's a lawyer, he is also trying to figure out a way to prevent the train station from being demolished. Patrick invites Hugo, Maddie, and Aiden to a, to a, to a gathering with a bunch of friends. Patrick and Hugo have a heart-to-heart conversation. Patrick says that I wish Hugo was, I wish you were moving because uh, I really love having you here. They talk about long distance. And then Hugo uh, is brought up on stage to sing, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Didn't see it coming. Uh, and it's the full version Thank God. Uh, he actually uh, crushes it, and Patrick gets emotional, storms off. Hugh goes after him, and Patrick's like, I just can't do this. You're leaving. I just can't do this anymore. It's Christmas Eve, and the brother surprises Fran Drescher with the miniature town, and she loves it. Maddie decides to stay in town till New Year's to spend it with Aiden. They're going to try to do a long-distance thing. Woohoo! At the train station, Hugo makes a speech about diversity and saving the historical landmark and that this is our home. Patrick shows up and hears that speech and he's like, that's a good speech. Good speech. I don't know. Uh, And he tells Hugo that he really wants to make this thing work. The Christmas train pulls into town. (laughs) It's not that Christmas train. It's a different Christmas train. It's a different Christmas train. (laughs) Uh, Everyone rushes out to see and the town people uh, load up the gifts for the children. Hugo and Patrick hold hands and they kiss and Fran Drescher takes a picture with of them. It's a beautiful ending and that, my friends, was the, the Christmas, Christmas setup. setup. Exactly we right. did it. We did do it, that everybody. a long synopsis. So what's going on? Yeah. No? Yeah. Did you feel like it wasn't necessary? I could have maybe kept out the miniature train. You're already thinking it through what you could have cut out. Could have cut out the miniature train. It was just fine. Bro. I don't know what that There's was. I, could, no, no, I mean, no, no, no. aside I'm from sorry, the ministry I train. Mean, I didn't mean to make you doubt yourself. I know the and, ministry. And frankly, there's even stuff you didn't even get to, which I know, I'll be I know. later. Well, and I, we'll get to that, but the, the reason I didn't realize it was going to be important until until the end, <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be a thing. I didn't realize yeah. it was going to be a thing. That's on me. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. And we're going to... Philo. 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 Let's turn the TV on go. and go in Hama here in a lifetime. There, Philo, 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 Philo. I like this, and I think we should keep working on it after. Um, but for now, I think we should talk about Philo and how amazing it is. Yeah, you got kids? You want kids programming? Philo's got it. You want to watch Christmas TV movies yeah. in July? Who doesn't? Philo's got it. You want to watch your reality shows? Philo's got it. They got over sixty channels wow. for twenty-five bucks a month, and Sheesh. an unlimited DVR that lasts for a year. Wow! It doesn't get better than that, or does it? No. It doesn't? It doesn't. Not Whoa! With, I take it back in time. 25% off is how it gets better than that. 25% off for two months. Unlimited DVR. It's amazing. Philo.tv slash DTH. Philo.tv slash DTH. Let's go finish our song. I'm sorry. Welcome. You, know, you, you and I are always just in lockstep, finish each other's sandwiches and all that. And sometimes I throw you just a lop, just a straight up. I just like T-ball. This, here it comes. And you and you know. Doesn't get better than that. It doesn't, it doesn't get better than that. It does not, Dan. Back to you. <laughs> Spread this sucker out. Thanks what? for asking. <laughs> okay. Go and get it at full price. Well, let's talk about the oh, Christmas man. setup. Um, I'm going to go to Alonzo first for the hot take. Alonzo, had you seen this movie before? <laughs> uh, and if so, what do you think about it then and now? Oh, once or twice. Um, I'll tell you, you know, when they announced this movie, I was very excited about it. I thought, you know, great. It's, you know, long overdue. Uh, I, I, I'm a fan of a lot of the people involved. The, the director, Pat Mills, uh, did an indie film a couple of years ago called Guidance. It's really funny. And so, you know, I was like very on board for this. But at the same time, you know, 
uh, we've been burned before, you know, I, I've, there, there's been stuff that I was hoping was going to be, you know, groundbreaking or whatever. And it just was kind of like, hmm, you know, and then you have to sort of say nice things about it because you want somebody else to do it again, but do it right. Uh, I love this movie. Like this was my favorite of the 2020 crop across all channels. Um, I think it's, it is pr one of the best lifetime movies. It is one of the best of these, the kinds of movies that we're talking about here of these Christmas cable movies. I, I will even give it the highest praise, which is borderline real movie. Wow. Yeah. Boy. I, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, it's, it is, it's true. Like, you know, to go back to what we were talking about, it's truly astounding that this movie and Feliz Navidad aired Two on the same apart. network. Like it, it is truly <laughs> astounding. This movie is like, you know, could have been on the streaming. Like it could have been a net, like it could have been on the streaming services or whatever. Like it could have been a bigger, bigger deal um, than just lifetime. I'm not saying lifetime's not a big deal, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just fantastic. The two guys are just so good. Like I, like I, I am, uh, I, I loved watching them on screen together. The chemistry was clearly there. Are they together in real life? Is that they're, they're an actual couple? Yeah. yeah. So that, that played really well. Sometimes it does it. Sometimes it does. Uh, but it did in this case. It was just yeah, fantastic. I've got a Pena Vega that tells you it <laughs> not always. Yeah, not always. Um, so yeah, just uh, truly fantastic. Definitely in the top five, top three for me. I'll have to again sit on it and then read it. Uh, my actual thoughts in a book uh, in a couple Third of years. Edition, maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm not as high as you two. Uh, I, I the two leads are wonderful in this movie. Ben Lewis, Blake Lee are fantastic and their chemistry and storyline is wonderful the rest of it that's not these two together felt very very half-baked to me don't like, it, like fran drescher it, uh cloud your judgment i'm gonna get the no no no, no. it's part of it it's 100 part of it do you know what's more grating than fran drescher a horse Fran Drescher because she's been Fran Drescher her whole life. <laughs> that was really hard for me. I, I I never could even watch a scene of the nanny growing up. And so she is literally, her voice is going because she's Fran Drescher. Like it's not a part, like it's not a choice she, she made for the character. Like, and she just takes you completely out of it to me. Not, th there's a cool history of the train station thing that is underdone and underbaked. The idea she's setting them up, underdone, underbaked. Uh, the Cassandra, all of the things that aren't these two people who are locking eyes and clearly in love by the end of this movie didn't really land for me. Um, is it miles better than one Felice Navidad? Yes. Is it better than average because of that? Absolutely. But it just was like, to me, it felt very much like a safe play, like a, hey, yes, same-sex couples can do this just as well as, as, as anyone else does it, and let me show you by making sure we don't change anything else aside from these two leads being well above average. So that was my, like, I, I, I'm sorry that I'm not going to make any friends with that take, but it just seemed very standard, standard to half-baked aside from the leads, in my opinion. Well, at least you didn't shoot anyone this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, baby steps. I mean, there's 40 movies last year from Hallmark. I mean, I would say at least 30 times if I'd seen this instead of the what I watched, I'd have been like, thank goodness. So, you know, I'm not saying it's bad by any stretch. I just felt like the lead, the two leads were great, and Fran Drescher really hurt a lot for me, and then none of the side things really added up to much, um, in my opinion. So, you know, there you go. 
It's time for all the feels. Part of the show where we uh, try to get past Dan and uh, talk about our feels. And don't put Fran Drescher in a movie. I mean, I don't, what, do you, what do you want from me? I'm sorry. You guys are just cool with Fran Drescher? Yeah. Yes. I'm cool with her. What's oh. wrong with Fran Drescher? Oh She's gosh. a delight. Oh, no. No. She Look, I, I even bought her as Christian in this movie, and that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bought her as Fran Drescher. <laughs> um, Alonzo, feels? Well, I mean, tons of inclusion feels, first yes. of all. Uh, I mean, just the fact that this movie exists and, and the way it does is great. And, and, and to, to, to piggy piggyback on Dan, it is nice to see, even if they're going to go through some of the things that we know we're going to get in these movies, the meet cute, the almost kiss, whatever, it's automatically interesting to see that with two dudes just because we haven't before. More um, than fair. Yes. I think the the historical guy subplot is actually really good and really interesting. It's the kind of thing that you wouldn't necessarily see in these movies and that does touch upon a real thing, which Can is Can you give the people the, the rundown really no, quick would, on that? And, and to, before you start, I want to be clear. If that if we take it out Christmas town that they're painting and we mm. get more of that and yeah. get some more history and context, it's a just a home run of a storyline. Yeah. And okay. I guess, you know, and to Dan's maybe point, like I didn't realize it was going to be a big part of the storyline until the end when it was. It, it you know? just, sure. for me, they underplayed that to the hilt, and I thought it was a great idea, and it just was uh, under a mountain of this Christmas town, and Dad used to make chairs, and Cassandra's an app that knows everything. Like, it just it didn't... I wanted that. That's what I wanted. Uh, okay, okay. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, what, what, they, what they come to find out is there's this one sort of benefactor who really kind of created the, the neighborhood, the neighborhood association, and, and, and built the train station, and, um, you know, never married. They, there's this other guy that he, like, left a lot of his estate to. They see pictures of the two of them traveling the world, uh, they eventually they find on the back of this photo that like the, the, the guy who was clearly his partner really loved Christmas, which is why he established the whole Christmas Eve tradition of the letters to Santa and the train and everything. And it all pays off really beautifully by the, you get a close up of the picture of the two of them in the train station and their hands are like just barely touching. Like it's this very kind of subtle thing. And so then this movie ends with Hugo and, and Patrick clasping hands, kissing and being photographed in the same spot. It's like, you know, history moving forward. I, to me, that all, yes, I would have liked maybe a little more, a little more setup. A lot of it happens kind of hastily, but I, I think it delivers on the, the idea of it. And it, I, I, I got feels from that. I got feels from the fact that I, like they were having conversations like recognizable human beings. Yes. Like that they talk about the cocoa at Dominique Ansel, which is a real thing that the words queer community center and local drag scene are being said in a cable Christmas movie um, that the of the two sons in this family, the one who was close to the dad and who like was taught how to do the woodworking stuff wasn't the one who went off and joined the Air Force. It was the gay one. That's great. Usually we would see that that would be reverse. Um, Hugo does crush Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, but he does so in a realistic way. Like his singing is not perfect. It's not like one of those uh, Jessica La uh, Lowndes movies where <laughs> something like everything stops and we all talk about what a great singer she is like he gets up and does the kind of performance that somebody who can sing would do when suddenly called upon to go on stage not having rehearsed and having a drag queen you've never met before accompanying you on the piano um 
and then yeah, yeah, the whole thing with the 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 old picture, and then how that ties into the end, like that. Those were my feels. I had a lot of them. <laughs> the uh, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" for me uh, gave me feels, just because that song always gives me feels. But it was also just it was as Alonzo pointed out, it was just well done. Like it was, he clearly isn't really comfortable doing it, but he did it, and it's good. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it was just a good scene. Uh, Northern Lights work for me this time. They don't always work in these movies because they do the Northern Lights a lot in these movies. Yep. But this time it worked. Um, and like them nerding out over the Northern Lights and stuff like that before the Northern Lights happen, and then it just kind of takes their breath away. Uh, just a great scene. Yeah, the, the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas seems great, but the end of this movie, Alonzo already painted the picture perfectly. The end of this movie just absolutely nails the landing completely um, with how they show the picture from the past and they show kind of the progress of what's being able to take place, not only for those two characters, but if you take a step back and make it meta for us watching the movie. And I thought that was wonderful, and I thought they really nailed that a lot. I just wanted more of it because there's a lot of subplots that I just was – didn't have anything, uh, have any reason to enjoy at all. Uh, but that the the ending of this movie was great, really good. You have to pick one Fran Drescher scene to give you feels. <laughs> Is there one she's quiet? Um, I like she did a really good job being excited for both of her boys to come home. Like I, I like good on you that good on you. like she, she did the, like that was really cool when he was like, you're so skinny. She was going to say that <laughs> I, she's going to say that I'm skinny. And to be fair, weirdly enough, if I'm going to have to watch friend dresser, I just wanted it at a 10, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like she did a good job with both of those, uh, the, the, those scenes good um, for you. I'm proud uh, of you for, for what, you know, I just, she's just not my thing, man. I don't know what to tell you. Let's get to the uh, break time, and then we'll come back and we'll do the way what's Let's here. Get to that that break time. <laughs> we are back. We're talking about the Christmas setup from 2020, 2020. and we're talking about the way what's part. Show we talk about what is the minutes go way what Alonzo. I didn't have a ton to be honest. Like, I mean, yeah, the Cassandra app is a little vague, but I mean, he at least sort of tries to boil it down to being numbers and probability and, and that it doesn't necessarily predict things, but you know, that he compares it to the magic eight ball means it's, it's, it's a bit of a lark, but I could also see where I get what they're trying to like as, as Christmas TV movie explanations of technology go, I've seen much worse. <laughs> um, my only way, what, and this is to kind of piggyback on what brand just said, thematically and like narratively they use the northern lights really well in this movie and the way that it that scene is constructed and how it pushes them into their first kiss and all that stuff visually these movies never ever fake it very well it's always the clunkiest green screen and it's just it's like real bad it, it always kind of takes me out of it with how fakey it is Real quick fun fact, though. Uh, did you guys recognize the actor who plays the brother in this Cheerful movie? Christmas, dude? Did I recognize Cheerful him? Cheerful Christmas movie. Also, elevator guy in Double Holiday. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both and. I just couldn't yeah. get out of the, the Cheerful Christmas was just, that was hard to get past. So Well, sure. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know. But we forgive him. <laughs> we <do> forgive him. <laughs> Um, I have a couple. One, um, they uh, when Patrick first shows up, he has the Christmas tree, and they're trying to get it through the door. 
And I'm just here to say, you always just jam that sucker through the door. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. like it, it, they're, 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 they bend and they bend back. You yeah. just shove that sucker through. You don't have to prune but it. All the branches usually are in a bag and they're all facing that way. And so if you, as long as you go, what, stuff they, for the They were going the stuff first. first. All you do is yes. keep going. You just shove that sucker you through. You keep going. You just keep going. It's going to be okay. Um, they're getting ready to go. Caroling and Fran Drescher says that uh, back in the day, yeah. everyone wore hats while caroling. Oh. And and yes, maybe, but also back in the day, everyone wore hats uh, 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 everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So uh, right. not that just is. the caroling bit. Um, and last but not least, I personally, and again, I you know I don't know, but I've never seen an open mic night with fire. It was a new thing for me to see after uh, after the first song. Like there's flames going on, sparklers are going. I've never seen an open mic like like that, but I'm here for it, and I'd like to see it. I, I, well, I love. I, it. I will say this: I believe that the drag queen Gladys Claus is her name. I believe. Sure. Uh, she's the host, so, so she gets host- the fire. If you're hosting an open mic night, you can preset up pyro. I don't think anybody that's who just fair. wanders in off the street gets. Yeah, it. that's just fair. the host can preset up the pyro. That's more than fair. No, I like that. That's sure. a good rule of thumb, yeah. though, everybody. Yeah. If you if you Although, are leading an open, if you want fire at open mic night, you better lead it. But if you're wearing a lot of hairspray, you know, watch be out. Real be careful. careful. Watch out. You know, early in this movie, I think one of my issues is that, you know, for all of the save the old buildings, you know plots that we've seen this movie doesn't do a good job of selling me on why they need to save the old building until we get the backstory later on in fact early on fran drescher says they said they as in i think that the community like board or whatever said that it's more important to have a working train kiosk than just another old leaky building and to that i would reply yes yes it is in (laughs) fact more important that people can use public transportation than it is to have a leaky building yes yes that is more important now they do come back around and they do it better later on my man hugo pays twenty dollars for one hot cocoa in milwaukee 20 spot walks away wow he's doing it i mean lawyer in new york he's he's high rolling for sure hey this is a serious question are cargo shorts cool again i someone please let me know he hugo defends cargo shorts because i'm back in if somebody tells me are they cool again I've never stopped wearing cargo shorts <laughs> just because I like going through the summer not sitting on my wallet. But yeah, I me don't too. care if they're cool or but not. But then I stopped because I got all this flack from students and oh, all these people. Uh, don't, hey, you do you, And man. I wore regular shorts, and I've gotten used to the regular shorts. But if cargo shorts are coming back around, like I could be talked into it for sure. At some point, Daniel, you will reach the age at which you stop caring. Oh, man, I don't know. It's a beautiful place to be. Very important to me. Um, Typically, if you're going to be Santa Claus, you try to make yourself fatter, not thinner. Um, That was a very weird bit for me. It was a romantic bit where they have him, you know, you know, make the, the outfit fit better. But it's weird if you see a Santa Claus come out and they're skinny, right? Like you're, you're putting some pillows in there. Like you're not having them like draw the waistline in with Santa. Wouldn't you want like a big, you know, jovial belly for Santa Claus? The gays like a fit. What can I tell you? <laughs> but they also like a, they like a tailored fit. But also cargo shorts. And I want to be clear about that because it seems hypocritical. <laughs> Hugo and I do. We, we endorse this. Um. At one point, uh, he says, I think he's been wearing the same pair of jeans all week long. Why? Like, you came home to your parents' house, you didn't change clothes. How about that thing when you're sitting across from uh, uh, someone that you really love and admire, and you each have a 12-ounce beer, and you pour three ounces into a glass to drink? 
What's that about? Why, why can't we pour the whole <laughs> beer bottle into a glass like normal human beings? Why in the no. world are See, we taking double shots of beer? Why I like it though. I like it though because it's just like it's less he- like it's less heavy, heavy on your hand. You it's know less I mean? heavy on your yeah. hand. I don't want I don't want my hand to hurt drinking. I beer. I just don't understand. They show them pouring the beer and they yeah, pour it's this too much. much of it. It's too much. It's too, it's too, it's to do all of it. It's too much. <laughs> I, that, you know you know the reason though, right? They ran out of beer. <laughs> no, just because they got to do multiple takes. You I know, mean, it's like it's it's why people take like crumbs of cake want it on to a be covered by their hand when they have to do it eighty thousand times. Don't show them pouring it; just have it sit there. Then I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. And then lastly, um, I, I I've got a, one I'll say for the what the lifetime. But lastly, you know, this guy Patrick is at least a multimillionaire. Like, right, he yeah. sold this app. Sure. He's at least a multimillionaire. He's able to retire. He can retire at what so. appears to be maybe 35 years old, maybe. I, why is this, why is this whole, I get it, he cares about the community of Milwaukee. But the idea that Hugo is going to London, it really shouldn't phase, like, he can do whatever he wants to do. Right, but like, he wants to be in. I understand that, but like, I think the dad plays a role in this. Okay, he didn't come out and say that, but I think that's why he wants to stay in Milwaukee. Right, you would think so, but if you've got millions and millions of dollars, and the person you love, you know, has a job in London that's maybe temporary, like that seems like the the probably the easiest solution in the world. Like, hey, we'll get an apartment, and I'll be here. You know. Three, you know, three weeks out of the out of the month, he or would have every to other get month. a second job driving one of those SSD trucks at Christmas time <laughs> to save up the money. That's right. For yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely wouldn't have the money to fly to London a few times. I mean, I just that didn't make any sense. <laughs> but to if me. you truly believe that he, like the person that you love, could be incredibly beneficial here in your hometown, no, which you both love, I understand you, that. You but ask him to stay. This movie dares to not even feign financial problems, which I love. Like, we've got rich lawyer and we've got rich retired entrepreneur, and the money is not an issue, never will be, never has $20 been. $20 hot cocoa. $20 hot cocoa. Like, this is this doesn't even act like they're middle class, all right? They are, they are both <laughs> doing great, okay? But then their problems are basically distance problems and and i just that it doesn't make any sense if they found the person that they love it's not just about the distance there Dan. isn't you know it doesn't there's not a lot a lot there for me to be like yeah you guys can't it's can't not about the it's about caring for your hometown dan i'm just saying have I'm go- some hometown cargo for once shorts in your today. life i'm yes, going today please. to buy some cargo shorts all right <laughs> I know you still have now. them. I love it. You know you still have them. Oh, they're they're all too big for me now. <laughs> oh. But isn't that how you want the cargos? That's right. Get that uh, braided belt cinched oh, yeah. all the way oh, up and yeah. over. Oh, you know yeah. the kind. Oh, boy, don't I. Dude, that's the boy. only way my fi- uh, Three Doors Down t-shirt fits, in fact, is if I yeah. cinch it all the way. Okay. It's your kryptonite. Um, Get a Santa outfit, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time for the what the lifetime part of the show. We wonder uh, what could have happened. Maybe give some resolution to anything that we're still wondering about, Alonzo. Well, unlike Daniel, I'm not a monster, and I do enjoy Fran Drescher in this oh, movie man. because she is a delight. However. <laughs> If Hugo stays in town and he and Patrick, like, get married, you know, set up housekeeping together, how are they going to keep her from just popping in all the time? No kidding. Because you know she's just going to, like, she's going to want a key. Oh, yeah. She's going to just feel like, oh, my son is home and I love his husband. And what, what are we doing this weekend, guys? And it's like, I want to be there when the boundaries get set up. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, mine is also Fran related, and it's did she actually like the model houses? Because <laughs> I felt like she kind of didn't. It she didn't like- seem like amazed by it. She kind of been like. All right, like it's it, it was a like you're too old to be making model houses type of reaction. Yeah. It was an interesting reaction. I want to know if she actually liked well, it. We saw because I wasn't impressed. We by saw it. another model house movie, A Gift to Remember to Cherish Memories. That's a great model house bit. Yeah, and it's a wonderful model house bit. Like yes. it's the best part of the movie. And this just didn't need to be like he could have just fixed the chair. Like it just didn't need to be a thing. <laughs> it it never really worked out. No one cared, and it just yeah. was under. He did a lot of work. <laughs> no one it, cared. No one Care. No one seemed to care. Her seeing the chair is actually a more moving moment. Yes, say, for sure. It's the, beautiful. The neighborhood. Yeah. She saw the house and she was like, this is what you've been doing all week. <laughs> it's a great friend. Huh? That's like Tracy doing Fran yeah. Drescher. I oh, I knocked it out of the park, believe you, you me. Know, you have a great friend, Trace, for sure. Um, my friend go way back. Yeah. My, mine is, do you? How far back do you go? 24 years. 24 years. How old do you think I am? You'll never tell us, Trace. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, Lady never tells. They, they had the same diction coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that sure. That guy wakes up laughing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, what do you do for a living? You won't even, don't even. It's, it's a riot. I, just, just trust me. I'm buying. I'm buying. Uh, the Cassandra app is mine because the best I can figure is this, this thing pretty much just takes all of our worst fears about the internet and gives it a virtual playground. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like all the things that we worry about listening to us and getting too much information this is just all in one funnel to Cassandra. That's the best I can figure. I, I love that there's an app that exists that you can put in high school lawyer. That's right. One other piece of information, and you get late night snack as cookies. I love that yeah. that app exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worrisome. But yes, yes, it does. And so I'm interested as to how much money he got for this technology, which will literally change the game entirely. Um, hope I, did, I hope he didn't sell it short. And clearly he didn't do it because he was burned out or had a moral problem with Cassandra because he so still uses, uses he Cassandra. He loves so it. I just, I've got questions about the app, the interface, how much information is it actually getting from us and how much he got, Patrick got. When it only takes it. in the information that you give it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because he, in, he inputted... All of the information to spit out cookies, but but oh. there's a scene where Cassandra notifies him. Of yes, something. because he said, "Notify me when there's a a, a, a plus forty yeah, percent yeah, yeah. chance of Northern Lights." But when he describes it, it's most definitely more than that. No, I don't think so. I think it's all above board. Also, in mythology, isn't Cassandra the prophetess who's doomed to have no one believe her? Isn't that not a great name for your? That's app not that a great name. Think seriously, maybe mm. Cassie. It's kind of like how <laughs> nosy neighbor Cassie. <laughs> it's like how Trojans is a terrible name for a condom because yes. the Trojans are famous for getting through the wall. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not a great name. Not either. great. Great. Yeah. Who thought of that? Yeah. Bad news. Uh, we did, everybody. We did it. Congratulations. Yeah. But you know, the sad thing is, is we're already uh, into week two of Christmas in July. It's all basically over at this point. Calm down. Just calm down. Christmas is not. Here's right. the thing: is you and I both know this. You got to get through August, and then it's back on. Oh, it's back on. It's back on. Fall. Bramble Fest. Oh boy! Into into September. Yeah. Yep. October Marathon Countdown to Christmas kickoff, and then we're in your in your wheelhouse. In my wheelhouse. It's pretty much all gravy after August, and my birthday's in August. So come on, chin up just a little, just for me. <laughs> 
Um, we're going to be back tomorrow with another Christmas movie. We're going to leave you. Uh, Alonzo, you got any words of wisdom you want to depart the people with? I, I have two real quick. Okay. One, one, there's a great app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, not Cassandra, Libby, yeah. uh, that if you have a library card, it gets you access to ebooks and audiobooks. And if you want to listen to Fran Drescher's audiobook of her <laughs> own memoir, I highly recommend it. Oh. Um, second of all, speaking of local queer community centers, as they do in this movie, uh, your community probably has one. And so if you have the time or the money to help them out, you should. Very good. I love it. Fantastic. We're going to be back <laughs> next week with another one. Uh, I don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be another one. And we'll be, be back great. tomorrow with another one, too. Also don't know. All doozies. Uh, all doozies, I can guarantee you that. And all Christmas. All Christmas all the time here mm. right now. Um, until then, man, we'll be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.